0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Collecting Issues, where this week we'll be taking a look at Harrow County Volume 1, Countless Haints, by Cullen Bunn and Tyler Crook, Collecting Issues 1-4 to 4 of the 2015 Dark Horse Comics series.
1: Now, Benjamin, you say collect the issues one to four in, in this volume. But what has happened, in fact, is that you've given me a very big fancy boy library edition to have a look at.
0: Yes, some people would call it a tome,
1: Michael. A tome. Yes, a hefty tome, but Ben. I felt quite dirty putting my grubby little poor boy fingers on it. I did send you up the gloves, Michael, so that you could slip them on and keep it pristine. <laughs> yes, the kid gloves, Ben. That's how I learned the expression, treat this with kid gloves. I thought it was gloves made of human boy skin. A kid. A kid. But it's not then It's made from goat skin
0: Both of which Will become relevant In the telling of this tale It was excellent work Michael well done On that foreshadowing Your little Chekhov's Goat skin there On the table Excellent work Uh, Michael Benjamin Benjamin
1: Before we go anywhere You said that this is called Volume 1 Countless
0: haints Yes What
1: the heck is a haint?
0: Well Michael That's an excellent question Thank you Benjamin In Southern America It's a colloquial Kind of vernacular term Mm. for an evil spirit or uh, an evil manifestation of some sort or another. Mm. So what, what haints are in um, the American Gothic kind of Southern tradition are the spirits of people who died in places full of toil and torment and abandoned places. So in this particular iteration, Michael, the, the haints that we meet are in a potter's field or a uh, an unconsecrated graveyard. Oh. and They're kind of damned people. And they're left oh. there to rot. Uh, so that's what a hint is, Michael. It's just spooky, spooky boys and girls. If- Why are we talking about spooky, scary stuff, Ben? Because Michael, it's yes. very bloody Halloween. Ooh, yeah, it's nearly Halloween time, Michael, with spooky, scary skeletons that are on fire. If you read this comic, yeah, if you read this comic, yeah. So this is very interesting, Michael, and it's it's uh, set in a in the southern county of Harrow. Yes. And it kind of features it, all around a very particular lady, Michael, and it's a witch. There's a witch hanging right at the beginning, Michael, and it's pretty grim and gruesome. Pretty. It is, Ben, but
1: the interesting thing is when we're introduced to the witch, what's her name? Eliza Heck? Hesterbeck. Yeah, I got that bang on. Yeah. When we're introduced to this character, Benjamin, she's introduced at first as a kind of kindly medicine woman.
0: Yeah, she's a good old lady, healer.
1: Yeah, but then it turns out, Ben, there's other stuff afoot and it's not as good. There's some bloody sinister undercurrents. So Yeah, there's stuff you might not want. There's one stuff of my, you might not have time for.
0: One of my favourite things is that she's... <laughs> one of my favourite things is that all of her powers are derived from a lot of the kind of clues and signs that they use in the Salem Witch Trials. So, for example, sick livestock. Yeah. Uh, stealing the chiddlers. Yeah,
1: she'll steal steal those children right out from under you. Bloody
0: baptisms with the Satan. Mm. Um, Or some other goat monsters. She's bloody, uh, yeah, there's a big old ghost monster hiding in the woods. Um, That's nothing to do with the Salem Witch Trials, but a lot of them are around that. And it's bloody spooky stuff, Michael. Spooky, spooky
1: stuff. It's very very spooky Benjamin and Benjamin I don't want to uh, well, I don't want to spoil later on when we're going to talk about whether we like this or not but I tell you what Benjamin it's very spooky and very
0: scary and very good very spooky scary skeletons all mm. shivering up your spine it's an, it's probably probably Michael mm. one of the scariest comics I've ever read <laughs> Benjamin I would go as far as to say it's
1: almost the only scary comic I've ever read really Really? Yeah, I don't I don't really I've never found the medium of comics to be terribly suitable for telling a horror story. I think it's particularly well suited to films. hmm Then but because in films, Ben, they can frighten you with music and they can frighten you with uh tense scenes and you know, weird framing. There's lots of ways a movie can and then someone just jumps out and goes boogly no Oh bloody jump scares. Oh, you, know, you can't do a jump scare in a comic, Ben. No. No, well, can not the page and
0: go, ah, Oh but god, geez. it's a buggly
1: woggly. You can't have a, a screechy violin in a comic.
0: No, there's no there's no impending
1: dread. You can't frame a shot in a comic so that people know that something horrible is just about to happen. Mm, mm, you don't
0: um, it's it's hard to cultivate that atmosphere
1: of dread. Exactly, which is why I think films are particularly suited to horror. Then, what have you done? <laughs> I just knocked something off right know. Were you doing jump scares for the
0: listeners? Yeah, for the listeners.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Happy Halloween. Ooh. And then, Benjamin, the next most um, I always felt fitting medium for horror was books.
0: Books are very good, Michael. Oh, books are good. They're That's a good, good. point. Yeah. <laughs> books are good. You're right. The horror books is what I should have said, Michael. Right, very no, good. no, I
1: think I stand by your, for, your, for, your <laughs> comment of books are good. <laughs> Not your, we should get that on your tombstone, Ben, when I, you eventually deserve a, taint. I, I, I a taint. Not just... a <laughs> taint. Sorry. So, Benjamin, what was I saying? Yes, <laughs> you were saying books, I'm a taint, Benjamin. Yeah, <laughs> with books. This is this was totally off script, by the way. This is me just going on a ramble. With books, they can leave a lot of it to your imagination. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So the book basically guides you in spooking yourself. Yeah, and your brain fills in all the blanks in the most horrible way you can imagine as an individual. Exactly, but comics don't do that because comics lack what films can do in setting up
1: tension. But also, they do have to directly show you things. They don't just let your imagination decide what things look like or what's happening. So, I've always found comics the least frightening medium. Fair, fair. But but this, Ben, does a
0: very good job of being almost scary. Yes, it's very, very good. I I forgot to mention, Michael. We should say a big thank you to Sean Northridge for suggesting this one. Um, he has been he has been inundating us with requests for Harrow County, uh, and we finally got around to it. And ooh-ee, ooh-ee. ooh wee, ooh wee! I tell you what, Benjamin. When you, whenever you get a recommendation from Sean
1: Northridge, you know it's going to be some sort of spooky stuff.
0: Yeah, he's a, he's a fan of the spooky stuff. Spooky
1: Sean, the spooky Sean Northridge. That's what we call him. That's what we call back. him around these parts. Around <laughs> but these now parts. he knows. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now he knows. Um, so one of the one of the scenes that really stands out to me, Michael, is at the end of the first issue. Go on, where Emmy, who is our kind of focal point for this, so it's eighteen years on from the the death of Hester. Why can't I remember her name, um, Hester Beck? And it it would appear, Michael, yeah, things with Emmy, our lovely Southern Belle. Who works yeah. on a farm and is salt of the not earth?
1: Not quite what they seem, Ben.
0: Not quite what they seem, Michael. Listen, but bloody spooky shenanigans going on again, and her father doesn't seem too happy that she's turning eighteen, and not for the usual reasons, Michael, with the dating no. and the independence and the not yeah. under my roofing and uh, the boys hanging
1: around the worrying chance of Ben showing up at the house I mean
0: there's always a chance Um, Michael one of the that's not true Um, one of the spookiest scenes is at the end of issue one
1: yes the spookiest scenes at the end of issue one when Ben shows up at the house and says I'm I'm here to take your daughter on a date Uh,
0: boo Uh, it's a jump scare all it's own yeah and in that case, in that case, uh, at the end of issue one, she goes into the briar patch, Michael, chasing a young boy. Mm. And what does she find, Michael? She finds his bloody discarded flesh. No, it's just his skin, Ben. It's no use. Yeah, it's real grim. And it's alive. And there's Yeah, a, where's, where's the rest of them, Ben? There's a horrible sequence of words that follow it. Like, his skin is sweating to give the illusion yeah. of life. And it's like, oh. <laughs> Gross <laughs> So much worse And there's an excellent marriage Of words and imagery here That really yeah. add to it as a thing Like it's it, it, ugh. Ugh. Hmm. Ugh.
1: Even some of the Slightly more mundane horror stuff Like I think the The birthing of the malformed calf Is pretty good too Yeah It's no good It's without being Overtly gross Horrible body horror Over the top nonsense it's just a bit unpleasant and gross,
0: and you don't want it. You've no time for it. Yeah, it's no good. It's no good. But there's that excellent little trail over to the edge of the barn because there's one yeah. who's not doing so good. And then yeah. she's like, "Oh, what's what's this over here?" And you you go around and it's bloody John Carpenter's inspiration sitting there on the the mass. It's just yeah. If that if that was a movie, they
1: would have overdone it. The camera yeah. would have very slowly followed the blood trail while the screechy violins went. Hey! <laughs>
0: and we, could have, we would have gone, goodness gracious, great balls of fire. Good mm, God. Yeah. Mm. yeah, that would have
1: happened. Benjamin. Yes. Why don't you tell us who made this bloody thing
0: in anyways? Well, there's Mr. Cullen Bunn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Cullen Bunn wrote this one. He had just come off finishing a huge series that he did for Oni Press. I've heard of them. Yeah. So he did The Sixth Gun never heard of it was the name of that series and that series is is quite interesting in itself Michael it's a little western right Mm -hmm. and as you may have guessed there's six guns yeah in it and those six guns were forged in hell Michael oh yeah and and each one does a different thing the bullet when it contacts something does a different thing so one of them brings about um, I don't know it, it transports you somewhere else another one causes you to die a slow painful death Um, another one takes control. uh, There's a couple of things that the guns do, but the sixth gun, Michael, causes the apocalypse. Oh, I knew it would. I was going to do it as a joke, but I left it. Yeah, no, it's the sixth gun. So anyway, uh, he did that one for Oni Press. That was very long and a bit of a a, a cult sleeper, if you will. A sleeper hit. A sleeper hit. It's it's got a a strong fan base. And he came off that and he did this. And then we have uh, Tyler Crook as well who quite frankly michael is a phenomenal artist. Um, Benjamin. Yes. So good. So good. So so good Ben. Very good
1: michael. So charming yet so horrific. So charming but so horrific. Like a children's a children's storybook Ben. But then also there's
0: a horrible, gross boy with no skin. Yes, also, I'm never letting my children read this ever.
1: No, never let them near it. No, it's no good. It's no good. Yeah, even Sean, even spooky Sean Northridge, would
0: let kids near this. He definitely wouldn't, Sean. No, don't, it's, don't it's, let it's kids it's near
1: terrifying. this. <laughs> it's terrifying. Uh, it's
0: too scary. Yeah, it's real creepy. So, I think one of my favorite things about this, Michael, is it's steeped in the old Southern Gothic. There's uh, lots of creepy things going on in and around, and the town has lots of secrets. Harrow County yeah. is filled with the old secrets. And as the comic goes along, because it's, it's hard to remember, Michael. It's hard to, sorry, it's hard to bear in mind. This is only four issues. Only four issues, Ben. So small. And there's a lot going on. A lot happens. Yeah. Without
1: being madly dialogue dense. Yeah. Like. If you look at some of Warren Ellis's recent stuff, Ben, like the Storm Watch, yes. It takes you twenty-five minutes to read those comics, but that's because everyone's always jibber jabbering, like they're in a Warren Ellis comic. Yeah, just running their mouths, Michael. Running yeah. their mouths. But in this, is relatively sparse on dialogue, but it still feels like a lot.
0: Yeah, and that's that's what makes it so bloody excellent, Michael. So mm. there's there's a lot of different traditions running through it. We have the Haints themselves, yeah, and they're kind of revealed in slow, creeping ways. The tree, Michael. In this, I've never seen such a spooky tree. I don't want that tree anywhere near me, Ben. Get it away from me, Michael. Call your local arborist
1: and get it done. Yeah. Benjamin, the spookiest thing I thought were the flaming skeleton ghosts in the the graveyard. Yes, the silent, spooky, scary skeletons. Because, Benjamin, I know for an absolute fact that if I was eight and Mm -hmm. I picked up this comic and I read it, and I saw those flaming skeletons, those silent, wordless flaming skeletons surrounding them in, at night in the dark. Mm-hmm. That's the image that would have haunted me. Yeah. That's the image that I would have been afraid to look out my back window at night in case I saw that. You would have been harrowed. I would have been. It was. It would have been a
0: harrowing experience. Ben. Yeah. So he, they, the pair, Mister Bun yeah. and Mister Crook. Yeah. do an excellent job of creating this kind of lingering haunting imagery throughout every panel of the, the comic. The goat man is very interesting, isn't he? Who's the goat man? The, the big the, minotaur the, fecker. The fella in the woods. He's yeah. very upset. Yeah, he's very upset. He's not a happy man, not a happy camper. No. No, yeah. he's like, yeah, you left us, you bitch. And poor El Emmy is like, I didn't leave you. I don't even know what? you. Yeah it wasn't me It wasn't me I didn't leave you yeah. And then he's like Ah uh, you did though Because you're the Reincarnated spirit Of bloody Hester Beck And she's like What what? A, t- what a twist Ben What a twist What a twist I
1: I, To be honest with you Ben Assumed she was her daughter That's what I also assumed Michael I was I also thought, In the same assumption Yes I thought Daddy had been a bit uh, A bit uh, Precocious Had a bit of a stray Yeah I thought Daddy maybe has had A bit of a relationship
0: With Hector but it's much, Hector, um, it's much worse, Michael, because we get a glimpse in Emmy's dream of what actually happened and how Emmy was born. And ew. She ew, just came out of the the horrible tree. She came out of the tree. The tree was pregnant, Michael. With uh, e- a, hor- a horrible deformed twin and a normal twin. It's no good. It's no good, Michael. Mm. And we assume, Michael, we, we assume naively that yeah. the horrible twin just passed away because it looks like it bloody died. But Michael... <laughs> Yeah That's not true at all Is it not? No we find out at the end of issue 4 Yeah There's someone that looks exactly like Emmy over in bloody New York City
1: Yeah Yeah Did you assume that that was the horrible twin? Yes I assumed that Emmy
0: was the horrible twin <laughs> And she was the <laughs> Well And she was the nice one. <laughs> oh well Well look at that Look See? at that That's so, what I assumed Oh well, look at that inversion of tropes and expectations oh, mm. Excellent work That's what I assumed Ben So I, I suppose Michael it, it would be difficult. Those are some of the small revelations, Michael. I think some of the action actually lingers with you a little bit more. Like the twists are not as essential as you think. I think one of the the things that stuck with me the most is when her pa tries to strangle his own daughter. Yeah. Because uh we don't like that. <laughs> um because we can't have bloody Hester Beck back in the village.
1: Mm. But Ben, there's a massive existential twist in this. Yes, go on. And the twist is that she created them all. Yeah. Hester Beck. She made Hester Beck invented
0: Harrow County. Yep, out of nothing.
1: Out of out nothing. They're all just clay people.
0: Yeah, and it's real weird, Michael. It's real weird. Because some people don't know. Most people don't know that they're little golems wandering around doing the bidding of somebody else.
1: It's Weird
0: and terrifying.
1: Like, the. I don't know, Ben, if the, the last scene that we see where we see the other kind of witch lady, if that's a glimpse that there is a real world outside this. But the whole story is confined to this little county that yes. is entirely populated by a witch, a witch being lonely, mm-hmm. making a little family for herself. yes. Then that family killing her,
0: Yeah, not and then good. her
1: being reborn and raised by those same people, who are worried that she might be a witch, and then she, her finding out that she actually is the person who created that whole town. It's a mad
0: twist. Must what an stuff.
1: existential nightmare!
0: Yeah, there's I one of my favorite scenes in it, Michael. One of my favorite panels, which I was looking for right before we recorded, is the moment where some of the townspeople, Emmy, Emmy. Stops fleeing and turns around to confront them to basically say, Here, listen, right? Book the fuck up and yeah. uh, stick around, right? And they're like, Okay, we'll get you now. And they go to grab her and she throws her hands up to defend herself, Michael, and they get turned to bloody dust. Because they're just mud pens. They're just made out of mud. She invented them. And she just reverses them. She just reverse invents them.
1: Yeah. She's like, <laughs> Yeah, you're not invented anymore. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. And it's yeah. great. I found that one of the least grim things, because by that stage I was still reeling from the fact that none of them were real. That's true. <laughs> I, I was just going, ugh, no one's real. Who's real?
0: For me, it stuck with me because Emmy would have just realised that she undid three people. Yeah. That she probably grew up with and had in her life. <laughs> just at the bloody blink of an eye. up, oh, nope, dust. Yeah, but they seemed less pleasant. They seemed like the less pleasant people. Yeah, so it's fine. You can kill the mud people if they're dicks. Yeah, if they're not very pleasant, it's you can get rid of them. Um, a lot of this, Michael, buys into... There's there's a lot of mythology and folklore running in the undercurrent of this. Um, for example, the, the Burning Skeleton Children. Mm-hmm a very strong imagery from blues culture in oh. the south yeah um it comes from an old haitian legend of uh, the burning people left behind to haunt so it's interesting that so much southern history is kind of woven into uh much of this narrative it's it's pretty mm. good and then the minotaur is a bit of a, a bit of a throw <laughs> that's not quite the same He's not a minotaur though, is he? He's a kind of devil
1: goat thing.
0: That's the way I look at dev- him. He's a bit of a, black a big Phillip.
1: huge devilly goat thing.
0: Yeah, um, which would actually feed more into the kind of Nathaniel Hawthorne early Puritan narrative that we had. Um, if you've ever had the pleasure, Michael, of reading early bloody Puritan literature, which I don't recommend, I won't. Uh, the The idea of devil worship and divilry was based around black goats. That's, that's- yeah. He's- He's he's literally Ben. This guy, he's literally a black goat in the woods. Yep. And that's his entire, entire embodiment. Mm. Um, The little creepy skinless boy who comes Mm. in two forms. You can either have his skin. Yeah. Or you can see his bloody vivisected self sprinting around the woods defending Emmy. Yeah, kicking people's asses. And that's a bit of a Native American folklore skinwalker. They shed their skin and, and run around. Now... One of the big differences, Michael, between the traditional skin walker myth and this version is that he's not a shapeshifter. He just sheds no, his skin he's just, every he's once just in a while. got a He's got a boy
1: who's got no skin.
0: Yeah, but I really love that these kind of details of Southern history and American history are kind of woven into the tale casually, Michael. Mm, not even batting an, an eyelid. Not yeah, even batting yeah, an I eyelid. Yeah, I do like
1: that. I like that now that you've said it. There are also a couple of moments I really like, Ben. I really like uh, the racism averted where where Emmy has, she wonders why her dad has never really liked the people who come to see them. Yeah, Bernice and, and Yeah, you're like, oh, I, I bet you I know why. <laughs> yeah. But it turns out, Ben, it's because they remind him that his daughter's probably a witch. Yeah, because they keep saying, hey, hey,
0: hey, hey, spooky she's shenanigans. She's probably a witch.
1: <laughs> she's probably a witch. Are you keeping an eye for any witch stuff that's going on? And, and it's not because he's a dirty racist at all. No, he's not a racist at all, Ben. There's no racism at all. So you can, can forget about your racism for once in a tale about southern, the southern United States.
0: <laughs> well, you can just turn on the news if you're missing it. And...
1: Yeah, yeah, if you're missing it, you can just look at anything else, but... Uh, yeah, it's a, it's it's nicely averted in this in
0: in that particular instance. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, as as it goes along, you know the, that imagery that there's an almost biblical imagery as well, like the Bible Belt style um, revivalist thing. Hester Beck kind of runs baptisms and churches and and things like that. But and they're black masses. Ben. They're black masses, Michael, because that's what witches do. But mm. Even when we come to, it's either chapter three or four, I, I can't remember which one. But the the old man who's kind of a, an apostle of Hester Beck, who has had venomous words whispered in his ear. It's a literal snake has bitten him on the ear, Michael. It's a little snake and it's gone in his ear. Yeah, and he belongs to Hester Beck from that point on. That's very reminiscent of baptisms and revivals and... Uh, we all went down in the river to pray studying about that good old way except in this case it was the bad old way it was the bad old way Ben because it was an evil snake in the ear but I I just think it's phenomenal kind of understanding of where Southern America has been and where it came from and I I just really enjoy it as an addition to the text Michael Mm. Benjamin yes I liked
1: how Harrow County is written in the first pages of every issue
0: Sorry, what do you mean by that now?
1: How the title is integrated into the landscape.
0: Oh, I've missed that. Oh, no. Have you
1: missed that? Oh, no. So, in, in, the, in the first issue, Ben, there's a big uh, rainstorm. Okay. And Har- and Harrow County is written out in the rainstorm. Oh, I'm going to have to go back now. In the, fir- in the, in the first uh, in issue. The, in the squall, I think, is that the word? Of the rain? It spells out Harrow County. Oh, let's get and that. And then later on when she's in the woods, all the twigs... In one of the trees, spell out Harrow County. Get out of town! Oh, there it, it is.
0: There it is.
1: Isn't that very good?
0: Oh, there it is. That's, I really like that. Was that? Was that a bit of you? No, I mean, Michael. Let's come back to the art again because that's all, all right. Tyler Crook. Good grief, Michael! Good yes. grief! Such art. art.
1: Some of my favorite, Ben. It has been, and this might be because you've given me the big boy fancy library edition. Mm-hmm. It has, and you'll, you'll you'll notice that I'm learning from this podcast collecting issues at the bi-weekly comic book book club. It has a
0: touch of the European comics about it. It does, doesn't it, Michael? Look at all that watercolour. Look at all that mm. watercolour.
1: It does have a touch of the European comics, Ben, i will have yeah. to say.
0: Yeah, it's good, though. It's it's the right kind of influence. It's what you want in your comics, Michael. It's what you want in your comics. Um, it's very reminiscent of Black Blacksad, which we've covered on this podcast before. I find uh, like a like a more pastoral black sad, um, which I really enjoyed. I think in general he does this amazing job of rendering the landscape as well. Yeah,
1: the, the landscape's really good, Ben. Yeah. The foresty bits, the bits in the woods are so good, they're so accurate, they're so realistic. Yeah. But not real. It's not photo-real but they're
0: bang on. Yeah, you can feel it. Like, it's meticulous.
1: Yeah, I I was looking at a comic, pen which I've enjoyed over the last few months called Black... Oh, I've forgotten what it's called. It was... uh, We talked about it on our other podcast, our other slightly more successful podcast, Michael and (laughs) podcast. Um... We talked about it on that. I can't remember what it's called. Black Woods or Black Woods or something like that. Okay. And it's it's an, similarly a horror comic set in a mansion in this case. Ooh. In a kind of Lovecraftian mansion close nice. to the woods. And that, if that looked like this, this ho, 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 holy moly. What a comic. But it doesn't. It doesn't. And you don't notice the jump until you get something like this in your hands and they go wowsy wowsies. This even then if you look back on something as killing the children from two weeks ago yes um, the, the depiction of forests and woods and, and stuff in that good
0: but not a patch on this no it, it's just fine Michael it's just fine but this is a man Tyler Crook is a man who clearly takes pleasure in in just sitting down and doing the best bloody job he can do. I mean, looking at that first page, Michael, look at the tree while Harrow County is spelt out in the squall. Look at the detail on that ominous evil tree.
1: <laughs> but then I'm even talking about when she goes on a nice walk through the forest on an autumn day. <laughs> it's a bloody dragonfly. Yeah, just that whole scene is just great. It just looks like a nice picturesque scene of a a young lady going for a walk on an autumn day in a nice forest. And if you notice, like, the the, the angles and stuff are quite close in. Yeah, it's
0: horrible. In in those scenes. It's Yeah, it's very good. Uh, Like, even how he controls the atmosphere and the tone. Like, it's such a jump from Hester Beck's hanging to the scene in the graveyard to the weird nightmare tree his use of colour Michael is excellent and shifts the tone effortlessly as he goes Ah, along so good Ben how lucky was Cullen Bunn because it's a great story I'm not knocking Cullen Bunn here right I'm not yeah but if he didn't have Tyler Crook here painting away with his watercolor palette I don't know if it'd be the same comic Michael I don't know. Yeah,
1: well, yeah, I think you're right Ben. I think you are right. And like going back to something is killing the children which we talked about. Mm. I really enjoyed that comic. Yeah, it's great. But I mean if that if you had that art in this would this be would this still be better? Don't think so. I don't think it would be Ben. To be honest, I think so. What we're f- saying is maybe art is important.
0: Well I, well, I have always maintained that, Michael, as you know. Mm. Uh, mm. But yes, I'm glad to see that it, on on the occasion, uh, once in a while, you bloody uh, you bloody get on board. What do you think influenced this, Michael? Because I don't think it stands alone by itself. I think there's, I think it's a bloody melting pot of influences from the comic book industry. Ah, uh, go on. Well, Hellboy being one of the strongest influences, I think. Right. Um, the notion of unexplained, haunty things lingering in the background uh, mm. and darkness all around. I think that's big. I mean, it has tons of literary references, which I've already kind of spoken about. But it's just, for me, Michael, it's just a great comic.
1: I've really thoroughly enjoyed it, Ben. I very much did. That's good. And um, I, I don't think that it could possibly have had any influence on it because I think this came out first. But... Some, Ben, not all, and Go certainly on. not really the American Gothic side of it, but some of the atmosphere of it did remind me of the 2017 film, The Witch.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Have you, have you do you remember the 2017 film, Ben, The Witch I with do, Anya
0: Taylor-Joy? With Anya Taylor-Joy and Black Phillip.
1: Yes. Who no um, I referenced um, a little the, earlier. There's certain uh, th- uh, thematic, but not only thematic, but stylistic things in common as well.
0: Yeah. I, I think a lot of that probably comes from just the the American witchcraft setting. Like it, mm. that narrative has just dominated a lot of witch culture and pop culture and things like that over the years. And it's it's pretty darn interesting, Michael. Pretty yeah. darn interesting. Um I couldn't get enough of it. I I kept reading and reading and reading and reading and reading and I was so how happy how much How much more of this is there, Ben? It goes to 31 issues. 31 issues.
1: 31 issues, and I've only read four.
0: But I mean, look, Wangle, that means you get more Harrow County to enjoy in your tum-tum. It's going to be great. Mm. It's going to be great. I wonder where it's going to go. Is it going to be about this girl who's created this town and she used to be evil and now she's fighting against being evil? I mean, Michael, that's the big question, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Is that the big question? Mm, be careful. Should you battle monsters lest you become a monster yourself? Mm-hmm. Lest you made the monsters in the bloody first place. Lest you bloody made an entire town out of egotism and loneliness.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe it turns out that you you yourself are a capricious god.
0: Now, Michael, I would assume you read all of the issues in the large hardback volume that I gave you. I didn't, Ben. You told me not to. We were doing I, collecting I did say issues one, to, one four. to four. Well, Michael, the good news is as soon as this podcast is over, you can go and read the other four. Nom, 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 delicious. Nom, 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 delicious. Um, if you enjoyed this, ladies and gentlemen, and if you, you yeah. thought it was very, very good, there are many horror comics out there that you could take a look at, but they'll just be disappointing in comparison. I don't I don't think they're <laughs> going to stack up. Um, you can get a little bit of Hellboy as you go along. Something I would recommend that is very in line with this is the 2000 and, oh, I want to say... Fifth, yeah, 2013, 14 mini series from Cartoon Network, Over the Garden Wall. Um, You're always going on about Over the Garden Wall.
1: How is how is a fun children's cartoon similar to this horrific piece?
0: Because it's entirely influenced by the American Gothic uh, genre, and there's a big, bloody, dark, spooky goat man that chases the lads around. Also, Elijah oh, Wood does that. one of the voices. Like, it's great, it's a lovely little okay. piece. Uh, right, you can I'll find it on YouTube it. the whole thing's on YouTube go, I'll have a look at it have then a look. Then. go have a look I will I will uh, that's something I'd recommend you just gave us a, a little a little thing to enjoy Michael if you enjoyed that The Witch go have a look at The Witch you'd probably yeah. enjoy is probably the wrong word for
1: the film mm. The Witch with Anya Taylor-Joy yeah
0: maybe maybe you will be harrowed by that also <laughs> um, yes it's very harrowing yes very very harrowing ladies and gentlemen yes that brings us to you you, the listeners. You, the listeners. What did you think of this? Did you enjoy it? Are you a huge fan? I did, yeah. Sean, thank you again very much for sending this in. Uh, you can let us know what you thought of this in a number of different ways. You can find us on mm. Instagram at Collecting Issues. Uh, yeah, we have our own Instagram. We now. have our own Instagram now. You can find us there and get in touch with us. If you'd rather not do that, uh, you can get in touch with us at www.shonervyog.com. means tiny room in Irish. Almost. And yeah, you can drop us a line there or or one. yeah, you can find us on the Discord, Michael.
1: Get up on the Discord. Get up on the Discord.
0: Mm. Um, we'd love to hear your thoughts. We'd love to hear what you'd like covered on this podcast. We never would have heard about uh, Harrow County. I was not even aware Harrow County existed until it was brought to our attention by Sean Northridge. So a very, mm. very valuable contribution. Excellent comic. Get in touch with us. Let us Absolutely know what you'd delicious. like to see reviewed. Let yeah, us get know. Get up on the
1: Discord, Ben. It's like
0: Microsoft Teams but for people who know how to use computers. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't had enough witchy goodness in your life, you can check out our other podcast where we just did a Halloween special on witches and their place in our Ooh. pop culture. <laughs> Spooky. And you can join us in two weeks time where we'll be taking a look at another Dark Horse comic, Sherlock Frankenstein. Oh, is
1: that yeah, what we're doing? I forgot, I forgot about that. that.
0: we're doing in two weeks, Michael. That's what we're doing in two weeks. Uh, yeah. So we'll see you then, ladies and gentlemen. That's pretty much it from us. Enjoy your Halloween. Bye-bye. Woo. That is spooky.